What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of Pass the Rock. I'm Brian, here by myself today. Jesse's on the road, the rest of our interns enjoying uh, some time off for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to walk you through the three games we have coming up on Thanksgiving Day. Jesse and I are going to hook up later in the week to give you the rest of what's going to go on, start or sit, for the weekend, for the game Sunday and on Monday. So thanks for being with us. Just so you know, Hanukkah is coming up and we want to celebrate with you. Make sure you're tuning in to Lost Tribe on Twitch and catch up with the Pass the Rock team and win some awesome prizes. We have over $5,000 in prizes for the entire eight days and eight nights. And, you know, the biggest one being a PS5, hard to get your hands on that. So all you have to do is watch and win. You can find out more at our website, losttribeesports.org, or on our Instagram, as well as check out our Twitch starting on Sunday night with our first broadcast, the first day of Hanukkah. So it's twitch.tv slash lost underscore tribe underscore esports. Let's get into it. A whole slew of games tomorrow. We have a triple header. We have Detroit versus Chicago in the first game, Las Vegas versus Dallas in the second game, and Buffalo versus New Orleans in the third game. Some Thanksgiving fantasy football memories to think about include Peyton Manning in 2004 throwing for only 236 yards but six touchdowns. And you had Tom Brady uh, beating the Lions in 2010 with a 341-yard, three-touchdown game. Both these games are against the Lions. So let's start in Detroit. Will this year's game be high-flying? Will Andy Dalton with Chicago have the chance to actually you know, have one of those great games against the Lions? I doubt it. Let's start with this. Can the Lions get their first win of 2021? It's been so ugly for them. They had the tie a couple of weeks ago against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and nobody kind of saw that coming. I think a lot of people thought that they were going to be able to get their win in that game. Uh, last week, they only lose by three. Um, so, you know, they've had their closest two games of the season the last two weeks. They did only lose to Baltimore by two in kind of a miracle game. They lost that one on a 60-yard field goal. Minnesota beat them by two in the middle of the season. So what is going to happen with the Lions? I think they pull out the win. Andy Dalton gets the start and will give the Lions their first win in one of the ugliest Thanksgiving Day matchups you'll ever see. Detroit 13, Chicago 10. That is my prediction. When we look at this game, we're going to start with the starts. Who are we feeling confident about? In a 13-10 game, as I'm predicting, there's not a lot of people that you feel great about. But I am going to start David Montgomery. The volume's been there for him. He just hasn't converted it into performance. And that's really been his issue since last year. I had him on several teams last year, and he was getting a lot of carries, getting a lot of touches, a few catches out of the backfield, but just not able to turn it into anything sustainable. Uh, Andy Dalton scares me with this offense, but I do think he likes to check down, even against the Lions defense. The Lions run defense should make up for the you know offensive inadequacy. So I like David Montgomery in this matchup. I'm rolling with DeAndre Swift. I think he has a lot to offer. I think the Bears defense we'll talk about in a second is a good pickup, but I think DeAndre Swift is going to get his catches, going to get uh, a majority of the ball carries. And usually when they score, you know, it's it has to do with DeAndre Swift. So I like for him to, you know, be somewhere in the 75 yards, maybe four or five catches and a touchdown. So definitely serviceable. And let's let's be real with all the running back injuries we've had over the past uh, several months. Uh, DeAndre Swift is healthy and he's playing and he's getting the carry. So I'm excited about having him in this game. 
Uh, TJ Hawkinson, another one, went over last week, but I do think he can bounce back against this Bears defense. I don't think they really have a linebacker they're going to put on him that can ca- that can cover him. He'll probably you know get some safeties as well involved there, but uh, I think he does have a bounce back game. We'll see if Jared Goff gets the start or not, but um, in the end, I don't think that it matters who the Detroit quarterback is because Hawkinson's ready to bounce back. He's going to be on national TV for those people that want to interrupt their Thanksgiving dinner with a Lions-Bears game. Uh, the Bears' defense. I think this is a really intriguing one. It's not a defense you've probably played a ton this year, but they're getting the Lions and maybe with a backup quarterback. So uh, let's roll with the Bears' defense. Like I said, I think this is a low-scoring game to begin with. Uh, You could probably even think about trusting the Lions' defense, but I think you'll have other better options than them. Uh, Jesse wanted me to pipe in and say Darnell Mooney. I, I think he could be a good start, but I just you'd have to be super desperate. If you're rolling with Darnell Mooney, that means that your wide receiver room is totally out of whack. And while he's going against the Lions, I just don't think that uh, he ends up showing much in this game. And I don't think Chicago scores more than 10 points uh, anywhere. So um, as far as sits go, I'm sitting everyone else. I'm trying not to be a part of this matchup. Uh, You can talk about kickers maybe or, or things like that, you know, running the defenses, but you know, other than the two starting running backs and TJ Hawkinson, I'm not feeling great about what's going on here. So the big question with this game, though, is it time to break with tradition and take the Lions off of Thanksgiving? Or do we need to just eat our turkey and watch the Lions play every year? You know, they're the team that started this tradition. So I don't think it'll ever go away. But um, it wouldn't hurt if they were good for a few years so that you were showing up to see some decent football. I'm the kind of guy that's going to watch football no matter what. So it doesn't really matter, um, you know, who's playing. I, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and tune in, um, even if it's a AFC East, you know, Dolphins versus the AFC South Jaguars. I'll watch that game. So, you know, we're going to watch it. But goodness, the, the Lions are just terrible this year and have been for quite some time. Moving on, let's go to the afternoon game. We have the Las Vegas Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. They only have one victory between them in November so far. And really, this is their last chance to get it. Um, You know, the last game that they'll play, both play in in November. Um, I think Dallas bounces back from what we thought was going to be a real fantasy, you know, exciting game against the Chiefs last week. Um, And I do think they bounce back at home and get the win over Las Vegas. I think this game should be one that I'm trusting to be high scoring. But after what happened with Dallas last week and Cincinnati, you know, put the wraps on on Las Vegas, I'm not feeling super great about a matchup in the 30s or anything like that. I like the Cowboys 26, Vegas 23. That's kind of the score I'm circling there. I think the kickers are huge in this. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about starts and sits, but... Uh, I think this is going to be probably one of you know the most exciting game of the day. Uh, we could talk about Buffalo, New Orleans, but those both of those teams have been so bad of late that I think this game ends up being a little more exciting. So going to the starts, we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. Now he came out of the game last week for a little bit with a knee injury, and Tony Pollard jumped up and and took advantage of that situation. Um, I would just watch this just in case you know because it's a short week, maybe Zeke doesn't play or you know, or, or is limited in some way, but obviously if he's playing, you're going to roll him in your lineup. It's probably your first round pick. So Darren Waller last week woke up a little bit and I like him in this game as well. 
Um, you know, he's essentially the go-to guy in that offense from a passing standpoint. And, you know, we can try to think about players like Hunter Renfro, but, you know, it's got to be Waller if this team is going to win this game or win, you know, do any sort of winning going towards the playoffs. So I like Darren Waller in this matchup. I think he can show out. And, you know, <laughs> this year he's really had a lot of situations where it's either 10 catches for 100 yards and a touchdown or absolutely nothing, two or three catches. So I think you got to get him going early, and I think they'll do that. They'll have success, and that'll be the way that they try to stay up with this Dallas Cowboys uh, offense, although you know the Cowboys offense is pretty decimated by injuries. Speaking of injuries, you know we know Amari Cooper is going to be out. We're not sure if CeeDee Lamb's going to be playing yet. He's listed as questionable at this point. Um, I like Michael Gallup a ton. So he's suddenly the only healthy Cowboys starting receiver. And, you know, it's just by far the most talented guy they have in the wide receiver room that's going to be playing for sure here. Now, obviously, if CeeDee Lamb plays, um, you know, you take a little bit away from Michael Gallup. But this is just one of those games. Michael Gallup just shows up on Thanksgiving. He shows up in on Monday nights and, and big games like that. And I think he has a big week. He could be a top 15 overall receiver this week. And, um, you know, while the defenses will target him because of the fact, you know, especially if C.D. Lamb is out, I just think there's enough playmakers elsewhere on that uh, Dallas offense that he could really uh, step up and be big. I'm also going to roll out Dalton Schultz as the starting tight end. He had a great start to the season. It's kind of cooled off a little bit, but I like him in this matchup, too. I don't think either of these defenses can do much with the tight end. So give me Dalton Schultz in this game. I'm going to roll with him couple of sits I'm going to talk about, Kenyon Drake and Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro is so touchdown or bust. I mean, you can have him in a PPR league and, you know, he may grab you, you know, eight to 10 catches sometimes, but he's so inconsistent. It's hard to trust. I would hope you have better options. I think he's like a wide receiver four, like somewhere in the 40th overall, overall ranked uh, players, you know, for this week. And then, you know, Kenyon Drake, I'm just not going to trust until he comes out and does something, you know, and really has a successful day. And it's not going to be tomorrow uh, against the Cowboys. So a deep sleeper to keep an eye on, Cedric Wilson. You know, I think I'm only running him in daily fantasy because I can probably get him so cheap. But if CeeDee Lamb doesn't play, he gets elevated to that number two receiver role and you never know what could happen. So um, I think in that case, the Cowboys are definitely going to, you know, focus on the run. But but just just take a look at Cedric Wilson as a deep sleeper. Probably not something you're going to run in in your regular fantasy football, you know, week to week leagues, but something to think about. So a couple of questions on this game. What do we do with Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard has had one of the most successful uh, seasons as it relates to players that aren't the number one number one running back you know, on their teams. Um, he, he can catch the ball last week. He had a, a huge run. I thought he was going to squeak into the end zone on a, on a little kind of, uh, half, uh, handoff going the opposite way. And, and he almost got in, but, and then Amari, I mean, uh, Ezekiel Elliott went out for a bit and I was really excited about the opportunity that Tony Pollard had. Uh, obviously Zeke got back in, but I like Tony Pollard in this game. I think he's a start. If especially if you're desperate for running back help, you know, I think with all the wide receivers that are going to be out, they're not going to give Zeke the ball 30 times. So I think Tony Pollard has a couple of opportunities at running the ball as well as catching the ball at the backfield or from the slot. So really excited about that. 
My other question is with no Amari Cooper, maybe no CD Lamb, what do we do with Dak? Is Dak startable this week? You know, in a lot of cases, obviously, if Dak's your quarterback, you're rolling with him week to week. I am going against him in one of my main leagues this week, and I'm kind of excited about that. I, I think it's going to be a lot more field goals than touchdowns. I don't think you're going to have a huge game, although the uh, Las Vegas Raiders will give up points to the quarterback position. I just think there's too many people out for Dak to be somebody you can definitely rely on this week. So if you have some better options, uh, you might want to at least look into that. But I think a down week for Dak um, against the Raiders. Moving on to the evening matchup, the Buffalo Bills against my New Orleans Saints, both teams having a super tough time of late. Buffalo has lost two of three. New Orleans has lost the last three. New Orleans at night on a holiday, the Superdome is a really tough place to play. I do think Buffalo stumbles out of the gate a little bit. New Orleans has not been a good team to get off to a, a really good start in the first quarter this year. Uh, they've had some of the best um, you know, points and yards and such in the fourth quarter, especially over the last couple of weeks when they're down and they're just chucking the ball everywhere. But um, I think this one ends Buffalo 28, New Orleans 24. I just think that that Bill's defense definitely wants to bounce back after a terrible showing against the Indianapolis Colts last week um, where Jonathan Taylor beat them single-handedly. Um, and I think with Trevor Simeon back there, they do get a little back as far as their defense goes. Um, and I just don't think that, that Trevor Simeon and you know, with Alvin Kamara being out, the two uh, starting tackles at this point are questionable, but they were out last week for New Orleans. I think it's going to be tough for that offense to get anything going against one of the better defenses in the NFL. So Buffalo 28, New Orleans 24, hate picking against my Saints, but sometimes you just got to do it. Uh, let's talk about starts in this game. We got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs from Buffalo. These are guys you're starting every week. You're never questioning that. You're never going to do anything ridiculous like, you know, benching Josh Allen for someone else. Um, you know, there's plenty of, of situations in fantasy where you have a number one quarterback and you think about, well, this my second quarterback has a better matchup. What should I do? Um, you know, I had Cam Newton last week come in, you know, for Lamar Jackson on my team and do a great job. Does that mean if Lamar's back, I'm starting Cam Newton? Absolutely not. So sticking with Josh Allen, sticking with Stephon Diggs. Um, I also like Dawson Knox in this in this game. And look, the Saints defense is is a lot better than they have been playing. If they can get a little pressure on Josh Allen, that might that might you know nullify a little bit of what Stephon Diggs and Dawson Knox are doing. But they got some pressure on Jalen Hurts last week, and it did nothing but hurt them. So uh, think about that. Dawson Knox, though, the early season touchdown star, uh, Josh Allen's going to want to hit him. And if if the Saints do get a little bit of a a pass rush. I think you see Dawson Knox get um, maybe seven, eight targets, which would be great at his level with, with within the tight end range. And, you know, their running backs can't do a thing. So, you know, I think whatever yards the Bills are going to have, you know, they're not going to get it from their running back room. They're not going to get it against that New Orleans defense, uh, a rush defense. So, you know, fire up Diggs, Knox, and of course, Josh Allen, because I think that's where it happens. Um, Mark, Mark Ingram. So Jesse and I disagree a little bit on this. So Alvin Kamara is out for this game. Mark Ingram is, uh, is dealing with an injury. Hasn't been at practice all week. So obviously take a, a look at that. Tony Jones Jr. Would be the third string running back. I am staying away from all the saints running backs. I just don't, I don't trust Mark Ingram to have a lot of success against Buffalo. Who's 
generally good against the run. That did not happen last week, as I said, with Jonathan Taylor having a five touchdown game. But um, I do think that Mark Ingram has limited success. I think, you know, because he's been injured, if he does end up starting, you know, take a look at that. I don't think he does a lot. Jesse thinks he's a good start this week. And it's probably a lot to do with the fact that, you know, running backs are dropping like flies. You can't see, uh, you know, whenever you have a starting running back, you know, as an option, you you have to take advantage of it. So if you have some better options than Mark Ingram, please look into those because I don't think it's a great start for him. Uh, we're going to sit all of the Bills running backs, all of the Saints receivers, and all of the Saints running backs. Yes, that's the entire Saints offense. Um, you know, without Alvin Kamara, there's just no one I trust. That's not any insider information. I am a Saints fan, but I just don't think you can trust any of those folks at this point. The Bills running backs, you just you don't know from week to week who's going to get how many touches. You know, they've been pretty even. But um, let's talk a little bit about the defenses in this game. What do we do with the Buffalo defense? You know, like I said, terrible game last week, but I think you got to roll with them this week because the Saints are just too depleted on on offense to to not have some success with the Buffalo defense. I think they're going to get some sacks. Trevor Simeon isn't so adept at getting out of the pocket and making things happen. So usually when there's a pretty good rush, he's going to go down or he's going to throw it away. So um, I like running the Buffalo defense. I actually don't hate the Saints defense, but there's probably better options and you don't want to have to go against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that crew um, because they can be pretty explosive and, you know, get to 35, 40 points. Who knows? Um, but a real turning point for both teams here. Buffalo's trailing the Patriots now in the AFC East. Uh, obviously, the Saints are still in the NFC playoff picture, but having lost three in a row, and now they face Buffalo and Dallas on consecutive Thursday night games, I think uh, that's going to be a tough, a tough run for them. So like I said earlier, Buffalo 28, New Orleans 24, Dallas 26, Las Vegas 23, and Detroit 13 and Chicago 10. Um, and so that's that's past the rock this week for Thanksgiving. Now, we will be having another show that will probably air on Friday on all the podcast feeds, Apple and Spotify, where we break down the Sunday games and the Monday nighter. Just so everyone knows, as part of our The Lost Tribe Hanukkah, we will be doing a three-hour uh, Past the Rock live broadcast on Monday night. We're going to be watching the Seattle versus Washington football team Monday night football game. We'll be talking a lot about that. We'll break down what happened in this week, um, you know, for week 12. And, you know, we'll be looking ahead as well and doing doing some waiver wire picks and all moving on to week 13. But um, so you should definitely join us. That will be on our Twitch. We're going to start at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's Monday night. And it's twitch.tv slash lost underscore tribe underscore esports. So but check us out. The Hanukkah, you know, the Hanukkah program is going to start on Sunday. It runs for eight straight days, eight nights. I think it's 11 total streams we're doing. You can win so many great prizes. Uh, like I said, a PS5 and uh, Xbox Series S and all sorts of other goodies. You know, we're actually going to give away on Monday night um, some merch from your the favorite team, your favorite sports team, as well as to, to any um, sporting event of choice. So, uh, you'll actually get to see some live football. So enjoy your Thanksgiving, eat it up, enjoy the time with family, and obviously enjoy the triple, triple header of NFL football that we get to have uh, every Thanksgiving now. This has been Brian. I'm here without uh, 
uh, Jesse, but I want to wish him and everybody else a happy Thanksgiving. And we will see you again later this week.